Yo, 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 what's going on with y'all? You know what I'm saying? Money making Marlo in the cut. You know what I'm saying? I got one of the homies with me here today. You know what I'm saying? Let the people know who you are, my nigga. Yo, 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 what's up? Uh, I go by Benji Yang. Uh, I'm an R&B trap soul producer out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Okay, uh, okay. You might know me for some of my works. Uh, I did Cubit for uh, TJ Porter and Young Blue. Uh, I did a track with Noah Noah. Uh, fucking, I did some shit with D. Watkins and Quail P again and again. You out here? I'm problem child too. Yeah. You okay. know, I got things going down, you know? Okay, okay. So first things first, my nigga. How you feeling, my nigga? How the week been? How's COVID doing you? Shit, uh, pretty good, bro. You know pretty what I'm saying? Good? Yeah, we working through it, bro. It's not stopping the grind, slowing it down, nothing. Nah, if anything, bro, it, it's making it move faster, you know? Move faster? Yeah, because everyone's on like the online space now, you know? Yeah. So it's like everyone's starting to really utilize technology mm. the way they didn't before so it's like for someone like me out, out in edmonton you know it's easier to get work than before mm. yeah, yeah. okay okay so before i get into all the shit that you known for you know what i'm saying yeah. what was your upbringing like like where you come from how long you been here or were you born and raised here you know what i'm saying no i, I was born and raised like yeah here edmonton alberta basically grew up here my whole life damn you know what i'm saying um came from a family of immigrants both my parents are fucking Refugees of war from Vietnam. Jeez. Yeah, I think they came here in like eighty two or eighty four or some shit. Oh, your Duke's been here. Yeah, they've been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I came around two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. My, my upbringing was like you know like a real typical Asian kid upbringing, bro. Okay, okay. Like further like, elaborate. What does that mean? What does that mean? Bro, just fucking go to school, mm. study hard, play a bunch of fucking video games and shit. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, just some real nerd shit, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so your whole high school years, it was just... Yeah, no, like, I'd say, like, from elementary mm-hmm. up until, like, the ninth grade, I was, like, a square. Dead ass? I, bro, I was playing, like, I was just playing video games, like, studying every day. Yeah. That, that's about it. Like, I wasn't really a sports kid, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Was was drip the, a drip, like, factor, my nigga? Like, did you have drip? Like, what's up? Bro, I was an Asian kid, bro. No, nah, I was wearing fucking hand-me-downs, bro, like... <laughs> You know, like whatever my big bro had, like we didn't have money like that, so I was mostly wearing his hand me down. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, if you know anything about like the style back like pre twenty ten, it was like a lot of fucking Ed Hardy, Ooh. True Religion. You know, I, I was wearing I was wearing that shit. You know, mm-hmm. and then like I say around like ninth grade was when I really started like paying attention to culture and like music and all that. You know, because I, I grew up two ways. You know, I grew up listening to. Uh, my parents listened to, like, Vietnamese folk music and stuff and, like, music about the war, mm-hmm. right? And on the flip side, I have an older brother. He's seven years older than me. Yeah, damn. And I hear him listen to, like, fucking Usher, 50 Cent, uh, Gucci Mane, Meek Mill. So so you get a variety of shit. Yeah, like, I'm getting a variety, but, like, you know, I was just a kid, so, like, I wasn't really paying attention, you know? I just mm-hmm. wanted to do what the fuck I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. On my back, because I swear. No, no, oh, okay. whatever, <laughs> say whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, I was just getting a variety, but, like, I wasn't, like, consuming it. It was just there, mm-hmm. you know? But it wasn't until I was, like, 14 where I really started consuming it, Ooh. you know? So, so you'd say, so what, how old was you when you found out, like, like, yo, maybe, maybe, let me, let me try to start making BC with, you 14. know what I'm saying? 14? Yeah, it, it was a specific, I remember it was a specific moment where I was like, yo, fuck, I want to, I want to, I want to do music. Ooh. You know, it was, like, fucking, I still remember, it was, like, November, I, I think it was, like, November 14th or some shit. Yeah. Damn, you remember the day, like... Exactly. I, I, I remember it was November because, like, I remember it was, like, we just started school. Yeah. Christmas was coming up. And um, J. Cole had an interview with uh, Complex, you know, like, Complex. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. It was right before he dropped uh, Forest Hills. Oh, that's a throwback. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. right? And he had an interview 
or it was kind of like a little MTV MTV Cribs type shit where he he brought the crew to like look at his childhood home that started like his dream. Mm-hmm. And I was watching. I was like, "Yo, fuck, bro! I love J Cole." Yeah. And he's like, and he's talking about, "Oh yeah, I want to be a rapper. I ain't got no money for beats." So he's like, "I taught myself how to make beats." Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, "Yo, fuck! I'm trying to be a rapper too." Right. Uh, I see. That's what I was just about to ask. That like, yeah. you didn't ever think that you wanted to be a rapper? Or no, anything? like my first, bro. Before I made beats, I wanted to be a rapper. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck! I don't got no money either." And I was like, "Yo, let me do a call then. Mm-hmm. Let me learn how to make beats." Right. Yeah. So I just started searching up, "Yo, how to make beats?" Right. And there's a bunch of YouTube videos, all that. I'm like, all right, sick. I'm going to just start learning this, right? And then it was, like, my whole, like, ninth grade year. It was just me, uh, this fucking white kid named Zach. Yo, yeah. Chuck's Zach's the door, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, he, and it was just both of us. We were just, like, bouncing off ideas. Because he was, like, you know Logic, the rapper? Of course. Yo, he was, like, a big Logic head. And I was a big J. Cole fan and everything, right? Did y'all ever, like, argue about who's better and shit? All the time, bro. All bro. the time? We had, in, the, in the back of, like, the math class, bro, it'd be, like, eight dudes. Are yo Kendrick's better than J Cole? No, J Cole's better than Kendrick. Okay, why 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 would you say J Cole's better? Fuck. I, I'd say I'd say J Cole personally, mm-hmm. on a relatable level. Ooh. You know, because mm. like everyone everyone consumes music differently, mm. and the stories they tell will hit someone else a certain way. You know what I mean? So for me personally, I, I go off of relatability. You know, like with J Cole, like it, it related more to my life and what was going on with me. Yeah. Some dudes like. Kendrick made more sense. Lo- the way Logic grew up, whatever, like, you know, you know, like back then, like everyone was grew like crazy on, oh, yo, lyrics, lyrics, you know, like, yeah. rap was rap. Now it's just like fucking fast food music. You know, you know what <laughs> it's, I'm saying? It's really, nah, it's, it's just yeah. whatever. Yeah, like just now, like, now whenever niggas listen to music, it's just for the beats. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If the beat don't catch a niggas' attention right they there, they're not, they're not gonna listen. Exactly. Straight like bro. that. Exactly. So, alright, so check this. So, do you yourself think it's hard to get exposure in the city, in, in this- our city? Just in our city? In our city. Nah. You don't think so? Like exposure as in like, like, like you think just it's getting people to know your name? To or? get noticed. Like to get noticed out the city. To get noticed. Oh, in, out the city. Out the city. Oh, my bad. Like I someone know. in the city to get noticed from someone out from out the city. Oh, my bad. OT. No, I thought you meant in the city. Mm. Uh, yeah. It, I would say it's difficult, but it's not impossible. Mm. Because we got the internet now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a common misconception, like a lot of people from our city, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of smaller cities in general, is that, oh, yo... I can't make it out. You ever hear? Yo, I can't. Yo, it's gonna be hard for me to make it out because I'm from Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing, came, nothing came from here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my fucking uh, my bro, Fair Friday, right? I watched this dude. We went to high school together. I watched this dude. Oh, you knew him, knew yeah. him. Okay. Well, I, I didn't really like talk to him. Like me and him were both quiet. I don't know if he was quiet, but I was definitely quiet, mm-hmm. right? We didn't really talk, but we knew about each other, right? And I just watched him, right? The homeboy went from making beats and now he's out in LA yeah, going I, crazy. All this. I shit. had another nigga came on. Yeah. Uh, Top Boy, you know Top Boy? Top Boy, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had that nigga came on. He was like, "Yo, yeah, forever used to be one of them niggas who made beats. Yeah. He was never really like, you know." Yeah. But yeah, that's she. So you went to school with the nigga? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to school with a lot of dudes, but we'll, we'll probably get into that, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's like, it's not hard. It's not too hard to make it out, but like you know, you gotta put some work in. Okay, so so to a nigga that's trying to get to like the same position you you're at yeah. right now. What would you say, like, is the best way to get exposure? The best way to get exposure? Like, the best way. Like, yeah, like you said, the internet's out there, yeah. but sometimes face-to-face is really the way to go. Yeah, yeah. You know, but what, no, what would you say? No, 100%, like, if you can get that face-to-face, mm. oh, that's always the way to go. But, like, what I did when I first started mm. is, like, like you really got to utilize social media. Mm. Like, if you really think about it, you know, I probably sound like I'm fucking preaching, but a lot of people, they use social media, like, a on some personal shit. Mm. Oh, yeah, let me post that fucking burger I ate two days ago. 
you know but social media is a business you know a lot of the big corporations mm. they treat it exactly it's a business it's a marketing tool but to regular people like us like we'd never see it but that's how good they are at finessing it mm. so you kind of gotta start thinking to yourself okay how can i finesse social media so that's what i started doing right so the first thing i did was like okay fuck, how do i even get people to hear my beats mm-hmm. there's soundcloud there's youtube there's spotify instagram twitter you know instagram twitter i could send beats out mm-hmm. i could just dm everybody yo check your dm can i send you some beats i love your music pop up youtube i was like all right yo there's this thing called type beats it's a marketing it's, it's like a marketing keyword oh when you say type beats like oh rod wave type yeah, yeah, beat. yeah okay okay it's like a kid like Okay, let's say you, for example, right? Mm. Let's say you, you, you're trying to make music like Rod Wave. And you're like, fuck, where do I go get some Rod Wave beats? Mm. Oh, let me get a Rod Wave type beat on YouTube. And then you run through, oh, shit, these producers are going crazy. Yeah. Right? So that's how I did it. And I, like, you know, I around that time, too, like, I was heavy in R&B. And, like, this was when Bryson, like, just popped. Like, he dropped Trap Soul, like, didn't even go platinum yet. Right, it just came out. I was like, "Yo, shit, this guy's this is the next sound." Mm-hmm. So I started doing that, like Bryson, Bryson type of beats, like you know Tory Lanez and Chicks tape. Nah, nah, nah. I I don't really listen to Tory like oh, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, so it's just like basically just sampled like sampled beats. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, "Yo, fuck, I love that type of shit." You know, because J Cole sampled beat, everybody samples. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Let me do this," right? So I kind of started like that, and then I I started posting on YouTube and on Instagram, bro. Like, I'd say I was stuck at, like, fucking less than 500 followers on Instagram until, like, twenty late 2019, mm-hmm. right? And then because I, I was never using it, but, like, Instagram's, like, the most powerful tool because, like, mm-hmm. you can connect with so many people, you know? Stay like that. Yeah, so it's, like, you really just got to know how to finesse social media. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like, it falls under ego, you know? Like, some people are afraid to reach out and, like, oh, no, yo, I, I can't look thirsty, you know, like, yeah. oh, I, it's kind of, people think, oh, it's kind of embarrassing for me to really promote myself and to really fucking, you don't stand tall. Mm-hmm. But in, in reality, bro, you got to be your own biggest fan. Mm-hmm. So you, you got, you got, no one's, no one's going to put the opportunities in front of you. So you got to like, get them in front of you yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, you know, you got to finesse every way you can. So to someone that's trying to start like a little business and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That type shit. Should you promote everything on your main page or should you just make a second page and then keep posting up that second page? Like, how do you think? It depends. It depends. Like, like, it depends like for example, on the type business. D- depends on the type of business. Like, mm. for example, um, me for example, right? I'm a producer. Mm-hmm. My face is the brand. I'm the brand. So, my main page is also my personal page mm. because you know, since I'm the brand, people want to know, yo, who's Benji? What does Benji do? What are his mannerisms? All mm. this shit, you know? Like, people want to be your fan, but they can't be your fan if they don't know who you are, mm. right? So it really depends, right? But let's say, like, you're doing a clothing brand, right? Yeah. That's when you'd make a second page, you know? Because it, it, it doesn't make sense for someone to follow your business, your, your clothing business, but it's also connected to your personal, right? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're there to find clothes. They're, tra- they're trying to see what you post. Oh, yo, that shirt looks fire. I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. They're not there to see your fucking selfie. <laughs> you yeah, know that? You yeah, know yeah. I mean? No, no, I feel that. Yeah. Okay, so so you you make beats. So it would, yeah. would it be best for you to have everything on your main page? Yeah. You you, you personally think so? Yeah, I think so because everything, it connects back to your brand. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I post, like, let's say I post a beat on Instagram, but I post it on a completely separate page, right? 
in reality, a lot of people are lazy or slow. Mm. So even if I post it on that second page, the beat could be fire, but they'll be like, yo, who made this? Yeah. But they're not going to go and research, oh, yo, let me, try, let me try to find who owns this account. But if I post it on my main page, right? Like, oh, yo, this beat's hard. Then they're going to click on my profile. Oh, this way he looked? Oh, fuck, he's Asian? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And even that die alone. Oh, fuck, he's Asian? I already got them locked right Boom. there. Boom. I ain't going to hold you because when I first heard about you, because when it's, it's when that plaque came in. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when, bro, that's when uh, a lot of niggas was talking to me about you. Benji this, Benji that, Benji that. I'm like, uh-huh. bro, who is this nigga? And like like what you just said, I, I found you. Yeah. Asian. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, what the fuck? Exactly. And exactly what you just said. I'm like, yo, let me ask around about this nigga. Who is this nigga? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then the word just started getting out. Yeah. Wow, bro. Nah, you're right. You know what you're talking about. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, so check this. What? What was the what was the feeling like when that plaque came in? When that plaque came in, like, did you know it was coming in? Yeah, like yeah. You, but like, what was it like to actually help have it to in hold your it? hands, bro? Yeah, that's 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 different. I'm not gonna lie, shit was cool. That's different. Yeah, cause like, I've been new. I think it was like, I was waiting on it for like three four months, mm-hmm. right? Cause that that shit it takes a while to make. But I remember when I held it, bro. Uh, it was kind of like a, I wanna say a very sweet moment. But it's like me saying there, I'm like, yo, fuck, I started this shit when I was 14. No one really, no, obviously, no one believed in me mm-hmm. because, like, yo, I didn't come from a musical background or anything, right? I, bro, I didn't know how to touch the piano, nothing, bro, mm. right? So for me, with no musical talent whatsoever, 14 years old up until now, you know, a lot of people are really surprised that I, I stuck to it for that long in the first place, right? But for me, it was kind of like, oh, shit, man. I had this dream when I was 14. And look, and look where you at now. Like, you know, a lot mm. of people think, like, oh, yo, if you don't pop in a year, two years, it's over. Bro, I'm fucking 20 now. What? That's oh. almost six years. Yeah. Almost six years. And I, I, I finally got my first plaque. And that's not even like a billboard plaque or like. A, no, but like a plaque's a plaque. You know what I'm saying? But a like, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it was like a bittersweet because I'm like, wow. Mm. You know, now we're really it's starting. It's only up from there. Exactly. Like there's no there's no looking back. Exactly. Like so 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 you had people like down talking you at the beginning. I w- I wouldn't say down talking me is is more like brushing me off. Mm. Like oh yo right. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Like oh yo oh yeah he's doing his little little music thing. When someone says all oh, little, they're kind of like playing you off. Like mm. oh yeah it's, it's whatever. Like it's whatever. Exactly right. Mm. So everyone's like oh yeah he's doing his little thing. It, it didn't get to me because I in my head, I already knew where I was gonna be, before I even knew how to get there. Mm-hmm. Right, mm. so whenever someone's like, you dropping wisdom, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That. Talk yeah. that shit, but yeah, so you know, like I visualized it all, mm-hmm. right? So, and I, I did the most corny shit ever, you know, like the typical, oh, yo, when everyone was out partying, I was in my room making beats, but that's real shit, but it's that's real, how it's, I be. Like, don't get me wrong, you, you don't gotta be a fucking dweeb, you know, mm-hmm. but I did some dweeb shit. <laughs> But like, I was like, yo, you you doing that dweeb in. shit? Yeah. Look where it got you. Exactly, right? You and know that's what, what people saying? didn't understand back then. Right? Because I, I remember, bro, high school, junior high, I was like, yo, this guy's black. He doesn't go, he doesn't want to go to no parties, bro. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Mm. All he wants to do is just go home on his computer. I'm like, bro, I make beats on my computer, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, it was kind of like those those things. Yeah. Like, you know, people are like, yo, what the fuck is this guy doing? Uh, yo, bro, you're, you're really going to go home and click sounds? You can you can be out here with some bitches right now, uh, and I'm like, bro, I don't care, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? Damn, so it's, it's kind of like that shit. Okay, keep it a hundred. Let me ask yeah. you something. Keep it a hundred. Yeah. So, for the people that that brushed it off back then, yeah. When you got that plaque, did you rub it in their face? Like, nah. like you didn't, or you kept it humble? Yeah. You just kept it like that? Yeah. No, no. Me, like, bro, I'm I'm not I'm not the type of dude to like. 
I would say like flex, like oh yo, look the fuck I got, right? Mm-hmm. Like my with me, a big part is like, I think I hated actually was when a lot of people would say oh yo. I gotta leave Edmonton to make it. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, we can't make it here, right? And then that's when I was like, yo, that's fucking bullshit. Let me show you right now. Right? Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is to show people like, yo, you can make it from anywhere. It doesn't matter what you look like, bro. It doesn't matter what kind of talent or skills you have, bro. If you're really dedicated, you can make it. Like mm-hmm. me, for example, bro, I'm an Asian kid in the music industry mm-hmm. with no musical background. And for, for me to be able to, I'm not saying I'm like at the top, I'm nowhere near, I just started. But for me to be able to accomplish what I've accomplished so far with what I was given, yeah, it, it says something, especially where I'm from. Because in reality, bro, Edmonton or Alberta in general, it's like a oil field, like worker type like shit. Some like some country like, oil, Like yeah. blue collar type shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no scene, right? If I was from Toronto, different story. <laughs> but I'm from here. Mm-hmm. And for me to be able to do what I do from here, is like that's that accomplished my goal of showing people yo you can do it too if i can do it you can do if it if i can do it you can do it yeah because mm-hmm. me i'm i'm a i'm not the selfish type of dude like yo i'm gonna fuck yo look at all this money i'm making look mm-hmm. at nah, me is like, i really want to see everyone win Ooh. and like for 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 me to see everyone win i gotta win first just to show people yo if this fucking dude can do it me too uh, you know what i mean okay let me let me ask you this yeah. you don't have to name names or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. but do you feel like there was any of your homies you're like homies yeah, yeah. that like that just didn't wasn't on the same level as you like what that mean level okay when i when i say that's like you i'm i'm gonna go home make bees i do you think you know what i'm saying like they wouldn't take you as serious yeah as you was taking it yeah do you feel like there you there, like, there was like there was a few obviously you ain't like got two. a name no there was two are you still cool with them to this day? Bro, I don't even talk to them no more. Uh, it was like one of those things. Is like we, we were just friends for the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't hold anything against them, though. Of you course. know, But, like, yeah. There's a, there a couple. All right. Okay, so this is this is an obvious. Like, I already know what you're going to say, but yeah. I'm going to just ask it. Yeah, yeah. GarageBand or Logic? Bro, I and why? Them. I don't use any of those. You only use either? No. Nah, okay, what yeah, did you start I, off with? I started with FL. FL Studio. Free mm-hmm. Hoops. And I, I, yeah, I started that from 14 when I was 14 so yeah. like I've never switched and the reason I started with that was cause like fucking J. Cole dropped the name wow cause he was like yeah he was talking about yeah when he was making beats he used to use this thing called the MPC it's like a drum pattern thing mm-hmm. right and then he was like yeah but kids nowadays they're using Ableton Fruity Loops Logic and I, I searched all three of those up on mm-hmm. Google I was like what the fuck is Ableton Fruity Loops Logic I was like what the fuck right and then I and then I was like oh shit yeah. So people, because uh, back then I was like, oh, to be a producer, you need a piano, you need a whole drum set, fucking. And I realized, like, oh shit, people just doing the computer. Mm-hmm. I could do it too, right? So then I, I basically searched, okay, which one's more popular, right? And it was uh, FL Studio. Yeah. So I was like, okay, shit, let me get FL Studio. And then I think it was around the same time that year or in the next year or some shit, like Metro Boomin started popping. Mm. I know it was like 2014 or something. Cause like they dropped Karate Chop sometime around there, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, "Yo, what the fuck, bro?" And he's 16, 16, 17. Yeah. I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck?" This 16, 17 year old kid from fucking what Atlanta is just going crazy, and he's using FL Studio. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yo, I'm like 14." I was like, "Yo, what the fuck? Let me do this." Oh. So that's when I really started, you mm-hmm. know. So like, I, w- I always preach like that. Yeah. FL Studio. That's all I do. Okay, okay. So, 
back back to the plaque thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you started getting the appreciation from your city you deserve when it came as soon as that came in, or like it's always been on go since? Like everyone's just always been rocking with you. Obviously, not everybody, because yeah. you know. You're not popping unless yeah, you got yeah. haters like Meek yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. But, like, do you feel like the love really started coming in after that plaque came uh, in? Like, yeah. did you feel like a, di- uh, a change in your atmosphere or what? Mm, not really. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really feel like, I, I feel like it's an entitlement thing when you're like, yo, I, d- I deserve all this praise. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, me, like, in actuality, like, I could care less if people mm. are like, oh, yo, Benji's that guy, you know? But, like, the people who showed love, like, they they really showed love, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, there's also, there's, like, a bunch of new people that never heard of me before, right? And, like... Exposure. Yeah, exposure. exposure. But, like, it's, it's not like they reached out, like, yo, that's so crazy, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I would say there's definitely more people watching than there was, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's why I say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. When when did you yourself feel like you started making noise? When I started making noise? Mm-hmm. Like, when you started, like... Yo, niggas know who I am. Like, realistically? Mm. Uh, mm, I would say near the end of 2019. 2019? What like, what happened to make you feel like... Like, Ju- like July-ish. What, what happened that made you feel like, like yo, yo, this me? Like, I, niggas I, dropped, I dropped a beat called In My Room on mm-hmm. YouTube, and it got a million views. Sheesh. And how long? Okay, uh, this was a timeline. I hit fucking 300k views three days after I dropped the video. Jeez. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Because the numbers I used to pull were like 2,000 views or less on the video. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I just got, I feel like I just got lucky. Yeah. That one, three, four days, boom. 300k did, did views. Did someone repost it? Like I, someone I have no did? idea. It just, it just, just got out like that. that. It just happened to be one of those ones. And I remember I sent it to my boy Darren. Yo, mm-hmm. shout out to Darren. And then he, he started freaking. He's like, yo, this is the one. This is the one. This is the one. I almost deleted that beat. Did I? Yeah. Because I was like, yo, I don't think I, this, this sounds like ass. He's like, no, nah, this is the one. Trust me. I was like, okay, fuck it, bro. I trust my guy. Mm-hmm. I posted it, and it was the one. So wow. I started making noise. Like, YouTube started going crazy. Very people started hitting me up. I was like, what the fuck? Not from the city, but, mm-hmm. like, just everywhere else. Right? And then, like, over time, like, I think by the end of the month, the the video hit, like, eight, 900K. And then it got blocked by YouTube. Why? Because the thumbnail I used, it was like a... What was wrong with it? It was like a fucking girl, but like, she was basically almost butt naked. Ah, so, fuck. So that's why they fucking blocked it and it stopped everything. So I was like, yo, what the fuck? So when you, I... Appealed, you able to change it? You can't change it? No, no. But I, when I appealed it and got it back, they restricted it so it was 18 plus. Yeah. So that video died right after. And I was like, fuck, man. Oh. I was like, yo, the hype's gone. Ah, oh, fuck. I lost the train. Mm-hmm. Right? Two weeks later, I dropped another beat called Beautiful Mess. That beat's almost at 2 million views today. Yo. Did the exact same thing. Oh, like the thumbnail. No, 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 no. Like numbers-wise. Oh, numbers, numbers, numbers. Right? So I took an L off of the first beat the in my room, and I was like, fuck, bro. I don't think I can ever do that again. That was probably like a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, dropped another one called Beautiful Mess. Crazy. Went crazy. And that's ah. when, that's when like people in the city started following me because they're like, yo, what the fuck? million views right yeah and i'm like oh shit and that's when i really started making bread right and it was around that time i dropped out of the university too Jeez. so it was like it was really go time where you went to u of a McEwen? No, McEwen. Oh, okay yeah. okay so it was, it was basically like now or never it's mm-hmm. like now i don't have any kind of backup it's mm-hmm. either music or i'm on the street you know what i'm saying yeah. so like it was really a blessing so that started going crazy around what july august mm-hmm. and then 
I think the first thing where like people really looked at me like, yo, who the fuck was this kid? I posted a picture on my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. It was me. Uh, I paid off my student loans all in one shot. See, right? yeah. And people started because like you know on Instagram you could check when people are yeah. like, sending your stories off mm. and shit. I checked. It was like 58, 58, 60. Like it was it was a stupid number. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. And a bunch of people started following me. Like, yo, that's crazy, man. Oh, that that's a good feeling. Yeah, I know yeah. that's a good. And feeling. they're like, yo, that's a flex, bro. I was like, blah blah blah. He's like, yo, you went to McEwen, blah blah. Like all this shit, just very people start hitting me up. People I didn't even know, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, yo, this is kind of cool, right? Yeah. And then it was around that time, I connected with this uh, artist from Atlanta. Her name is Janaya, mm-hmm. right? And then we started working. And then I think uh, uh, around November, I flew out to Atlanta. No way. Yeah, I had I had like a thousand followers at this time, mm-hmm. right? Flew out to Atlanta. We made a bunch of crazy records. I came back, and then that's when like everyone was really like, yo. Benji's out here. Benji's in Atlanta. Uh, Benji's in the studio with blah, blah, blah. Yo, Benji's at Doppler. Yo, everybody goes to Doppler. 808 Mafia was just cooking up there last week. Blah, blah, blah. You said 808? Yeah. Like, the baby, blah, blah, all this shit. And I'm here with Janiyah. I'm not with them. I'm yeah. Janiyah, right? So we're just, and then we're like, yo, he's out of here. So that's when I really started gaining, like, I, I would say traction. Mm-hmm. And that was what? End of 2019. And after Jeez. that, it's just been crazy. So what what did your Dukes think like when you dropped out of school? Cause I know Fobs don't Yo. play that shit. I know they don't play that shit. Yeah, you know, it, what it was hard. Mm-hmm. Cause did you get that taught? Yeah, like okay, this is the thing. Mm. I was a I, I was always a good student, right? I remember straight my, A's, straight my first semester I had a four easy. Damn, I wasn't even showing up. <laughs> Damn. The second semester though, like I I almost what was that uh, what's that academic probation or some shit, mm-hmm. right? I think it's like when you have like less than like a. I think I think my GPA was like a one point three. Damn. Cause like, I didn't show up. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Cause like after the first semester, I realized like, I, I was like, yo, I don't, don't want to do school. This shit's whack. I'm not gonna make no money from staying in school. Mm-hmm. Right. So then it was one of those things where I told my mom I was like, yo, I'm gonna drop out. I'm gonna try to do this music shit. I told her. And I, she went tripping. She she was like, fuck. The, basically, what she said was, yo, your life is in your hands. If you fuck up, that's on you. Mm. So it was kind of like, yo. You're basically on your own if you do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit. And I, I, I told her, I was like, yo, just give me six months. I told her this after sec- second semester finished mm-hmm. in what, May, June. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, just give me six months. Right? She told my, my dad was mad. Of course. But I told him, school's always going to be there. It's not like the fucking university going to fly up and leave. Mm. I was like, give me six months. If it doesn't, guess what? I'll just go back to fucking university January because I have that whole semester basically. Yeah. That fall semester, I'm not going. So I told him, give me six months and I'll make it happen. I made it happen the next month. Yo. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, what did they say? They can't really like, yeah, say I, much. After that, after that, it was still like skepticism because they're like, yo, we all know how long this is going to last. It might just be like one and done type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like, they're, they're very, I'll say, iffy. on the edge. Yeah. Right? And my plan it. before anything even popped, I was going to go out to Vancouver and work with my uncle because he, he, he got a situation over there. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't end up doing that because, you know, I just made it work. Yeah. You know, but yeah, they, they were like skeptical for a little bit until I went to Atlanta and I came back. And then that, and that's like my older brother was telling me like, yo, yo, he, going. He, he's doing something. Okay. You know, and that's when my mom's like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. And that's like when I had like the record with TJ Porter. It, it was on the way. I knew it was on the way. Yeah. Right. Damn. So it's like all, everything was like happening around that time. 
So what, what's the vibe like in Atlanta for the niggas that ain't been there? In Atlanta? What's the vibes? What's Yo, the it's, vibes? I'm not gonna lie, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. I, I, when I went, I was still underage. I couldn't go nowhere. Oh. But I, I, I love the atmosphere there. You know, it just, it's very, from here, it's very different. Mm-hmm. People, it's like, you know, like Southern hospitality type, like mm. real Southern hospitality type shit. It's real fun down there, bro. So how how, how old was you when you when you hit the... 19? 19? No, I just turned 19 when I So hit. how old you got to be there? 21? 21. Oh, it's 21 over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Like, I, no, like, we, I, I remember we went to a few fucking clubs. Because, mm-hmm. like, uh, what do you call it? At the time, like, when people I was with and everything, like, if I was just with them, I could just walk in type mm-hmm. shit, you know? But if it was just, like, me on my ones, I couldn't go nowhere. Nah. Yeah. And I fucking with that. Yeah. She, bro, you you been on a mission. Bro, you been out here. So, okay, okay. Who are the two artists that you worked with and you sat back and you was like, yo, I worked with these niggas. I can't believe I got these niggas right here on my shit like, that like, I made. Anybody. Like, songs that came out or songs that haven't come out yet? Any. Anything. Both. Uh, the two people that, like... Like, yo, I got in contact with them. I don't know how, but I did it. Oh, I'm trying to think. It's hard. No, like, I, I, know, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know what I want to say. Mm. But at the same time, I want to jinx it. Cause, ah, like, yeah. Okay, skip that one then, if yeah. you, you know? Okay, other two. Other two. Um, I would say Young Blue. For, I love Young Blue. Mm. Young Blue for sure. Second Wait, one. Wait, Young Blue? Yeah, Young Blue. They say time. Yeah, that guy. No way. Yeah, I did a song with him and TJ. Okay. Yeah. Young Blue. Who would be second artist? Oh, damn. Anybody else? Anybody else that's coming like that? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. No, I can't think of another one. Young Blue. Yeah, I got, I got a few in my head. Like, a few in my head. But, like, those ones, I'll probably tell you after, after this. No, nah, that's like, all good. I ain't yeah, tripping, I ain't yeah, tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Blue. Yeah. Ooh, bro, you out here. You out here. Yeah. Okay, so one thing I've always wondered, you know what I'm saying? It's like, whenever you're trying to reach out to these niggas, yeah. do you, like, do you DM them specifically oh. or you DM they camp? Like, how, how does that work? I'm not gonna lie, bro. Every placement I've got, every song I had come out, like, they hit me up. They hit you up? Yeah. Whoa. Like, that's me, love. The thing, the thing is, like, what you call it? That's why I, that's why I love YouTube. Mm. A lot of these dudes, like, they'll go on YouTube to find beats. So that's how they hit me up. Because mm-hmm. they'll be like, yo, I heard this beat sounds crazy. They're going to hit me up. Yo, Benji, I want to use this one for my project. I'm like, shit. Say less. All right. It's Say like less. That. Yeah. But like me hitting artists up, that's way harder. Because mm-hmm. you got to think like every day they're probably getting hundreds of DMs every day. So you got to be real lucky for them to like accidentally cross over yours and see it, you know? Mm-hmm. But like all like the other songs that got coming in and everything, like I usually send it to like the artist teams if mm-hmm. I get the network. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah. So who who right now has been the hardest for you to reach? Who's been the easiest and the hardest? Who's been the easiest and the hardest? Any that come to you? I I want to say any of them are like easier or hardest. It's more like a time thing. Mm. You know, because like like when you say time, like a six month wait. Oh, yeah. Or... Okay, I'll give you this example. Um, All right. There's this there's this dude from Atlanta. His name is Derez Deshawn. Mm-hmm. Right. Fire dude. And like I I love his music. I I hit him up. April, no, March 2020. Mm-hmm. I DM, yo, let's work, right? Mm-hmm. No reply, no nothing. I had I had like four packs of beats ready for him, so like Jeez. sixty beats just sitting, Jeez. just for him. Yeah. No, no reply. I hit up his team, everything. I hit up his, his manager. Replied, 
And he's like, send some beats. Mm -hmm. I don't think he ever played those beats for him, right? A year later. Not even know. It was August. August. He hits me up. Mm -hmm. Out of nowhere. Derez Deshaun hits me up out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? It wasn't even a bump The beats I sent his manager, nothing. Yeah. You know what he said? Mm. Yo, I found this beat on YouTube. You're hard. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Whoa. I was like, bro, I've been, I hit, I DM'd this guy. You probably find somewhere in his old post. I'm telling him, check DMs. Check DM. Uh, no reply, no nothing. August, September rolls around. He DMs me. Mm. I found your beat on YouTube. Wow. So that's why I, t- that's why I say, like, yo, it's like a time thing. Because mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, it's not like these celebrities are like, you know, restricted. Yeah. It's more of like they're people at the end of the day, you know. So it's it's a matter of when, when you're gonna be able to work with them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. All right. Do niggas ever argue with you about price? Yeah. Like, do you run into broke boys? All the time, bro. All the time. All the time. Okay. Do you, obviously you're gonna say yeah, but like, do you yourself think your price is reasonable? My price should be higher, honestly. You think so? Yeah. I like that. Okay. If you want to talk about what what is your price? Uh, I do. Okay. This is the thing. Cause I sell beats online, I do leasing, mm-hmm. right? So all my prices are in USD. So you could get a beat from anywhere between like fifty dollars to three hundred dollars for Jeez. a lease, for a lease, right? Mm-hmm. And when I lease, I can resell the same beat to bare people, as mm-hmm. much people as I want to, right? Exclusives is different. Like exclusives, if I sell you an exclusive, no one else is getting that. Like that's just mm-hmm. for you, right? And that right now is like anywhere between. It depends what type of artist you are. If you're like independent. Right, yeah. it's like a rack. But if if you're like a if you're like a major artist, I charge between like three to four k for for one k. Day. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. But most and, of the time, I, I charge below that because you know, motherfuckers is cheap where they're actually broke. Mm-hmm. So like, what like what do niggas say when they arguing with you? Nah, bro, bring that shit down. That's oh. you taxing. Like, what do niggas say? Huh? Well, yo, mo- honestly, most of the time it's like. If it's just like a some random ass dude, I'm not I'm not trying to pay fifty sixty dollars for a beat. Yeah, I don't even respond mm-hmm. because if he doesn't want you, that's cool. There's ten other dudes that will. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not tripping like that. I'm not gonna waste my time arguing with a dude over fifty bones, mm-hmm. right? The bigger dudes that are charging, like you know that like want to buy exclusives and they're signed to a label. That's a different situation. I let my I let my attorney handle that because <laughs> like it's too much of a headache. Yeah, you know, and it's like you don't want to ruin your reputation over what five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you really just gotta be smart with it. You can't, you can't be like money hungry and greedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you gotta, but like, you can't treat it like it's gonna be your last meal. Mm-hmm. You know that? Does that make sense? No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. Okay. Okay. So like, with those broke boys, they just get left on red. Yeah. They just get ignored. Yeah. Basically. Because yeah, sometimes hey, it's, I- it's either that, or like you know, if I'm like, yo, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'll get, I'll throw my year. Yo, here, take twenty percent off, man. Go mm-hmm. crazy. Cause yo, I be thinking like, yo, do pro- do producers run into shit like that? Like niggas arguing about this and that, and yeah, you know what I'm saying. So awesome. like, so whenever you're making beats for people, do they ever like come to your crib, or is this some shit like you just do at the crib and you slide it to them, like no, you send like, it to them? I basically do it at the crib, mm. slide it to them, or if we're in the studio, I'll do it right there. But most of the time, if you're in the studio, like there's no time to just sit there and make a beat, you know. So you mo like ninety percent of the time, I have that shit done already at the crib. Mm-hmm. Send it to them if they want you, or if I'm in a session with them, I play all the beats right there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is there is there any nigga in the future that you want that you really want to work with? Like, is there is there anybody that comes to you right now that I want to work with in the future? Yeah. Uh, 
Anybody, like, his flow is just different. It just stands out. And you like, you know you got the right set of beats for him that you know he just raw with. Yo, I'm not even going to lie, Bryson. Bryson? Yeah. Till it. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's been, so, that's been the goal, Bryson. So so you got, like, like slow shit? Because I could only ever yeah. see this nigga on slow shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mostly produce, like, R&B and trap, so like I said, right? So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of, like, Bryson vibes. It's okay. mostly what I do. Bryson, okay. like, party next door type of shit. Okay, okay. What's what's your next big move? My next big move? Next big move. Shit. See, last year, I was focused on getting my bread up. So mm-hmm. that was, like, me really doing my business shit on YouTube. Like, really selling my beats and just going crazy and, like, really building up my brand. This year, I'd say, like, my, my next big move is more, like, towards the industry. Mm. Like, you know? Like, I already laid my foundation. Like, my business is straight. Mm-hmm. You know? So now the next step is, like, all right. Let me elevate my brand now, type mm. shit. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Yo, let me ask you this. Yeah. The shorty that says, I love Benji, who's that? Shit, there's a few. Oh, there's a few? Yeah. Are they from the city or is it just yeah, random? Yeah, 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 yeah. They all from the city? Yeah. No way. Yeah, it's like, I think it was like three or four of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't they don't get scary? They don't get shook like, yo, I'm kind of nervous. I don't want to do it. No, they... They cool about it. They're cool. Mm-hmm. Or it's like I ask for permission first. You of know? course, of course. Yeah, like the way I do it is like, yo, if I like your voice a bit, yo, get on. Yeah, you trying to do this for me? Uh huh. Right, but yeah, sure. Right. Okay, let me ask you this. Feel free not to. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are they bad? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> we will end that. We'll end that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yo, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What's something that you know now that you wish you knew at the beginning of your career? Something I wish I knew at the beginning of my career. Mm. That something that it would have just saved mad time if you been new. You know what I'm oh, saying? Something I always saved time. Scheduling. Scheduling. Okay, what do you mean? Like, For- planning everything out so, like, you know, you maximize your time. Because, mm. like, back then, I was just, like, I was the type of dude, like, yo, fuck it. Let me, I'm going to just do this. Fuck it. I'm going to just do whatever. Right? You're just fucking around. Mm. But scheduling, like, as in, like, yo, you're planning shit out. You're executing, mm. you know, that way it's like, you're really maximizing the time you have, you know what I'm saying? Instead of wasting fucking eight hours, you know, to get the same thing done when you could have really maximized your time, scheduled it, and got it done in like three. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, nah, I fuck with that. What's what's your biggest failure? My biggest failure? And like, you really learned from it, like, came back. My biggest failure is, mm. um, it goes back to what I was saying. Treating, treating, uh, treating the shit like it's your last meal. Mm-hmm. You know, like sell, selling for less, basically, because like there, there, there's, there's a handful of beats that I've given away or I've sold that you know would have let me eat way more mm-hmm. if I held on to them. Mm-hmm. You know, does that make sense? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, it goes back to like, oh, I was just hungry, so I was like, yo, fuck, oh shit, this guy wants to give me a thousand for this, yo, fuck it, mm-hmm. give it to him. But in reality, if I held on to it and I leased it, I probably could have made, like, ten times that. Mm. You know what I mean? So it really comes down to, like, you know, coming with, an, like, an abundance mindset and, like, not really being in a place of, like, um, scarcity. Mm. More of being in a place of abundance. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Nah, I fuck with that. Okay, okay. So whenever you're making, whenever you're, like, on a roll, you're making beats and shit, yeah. do you have to be in a certain mood to do it? Or you just always getting up and you already know what time it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do both. Uh, I could... Yeah, no, I basically make beats every single fucking day. 
Every day. Every day. Like no matter the beats, mood. No matter the mood. Sheesh. But there's a difference. Anyone, you could wake up and make three to five beats a day. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't matter what your mood is. You can just do it. Right? But there's a difference between just doing it and then, like, when you really have a feeling for it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, if you're heartbroken, and mm. you're going to feel it in the music when you're doing it. Because, like, as you're making it, as you're creating, all that's going on subconsciously is, fuck, yo, I'm heartbroken. Mm-hmm. So it goes into the music. You put your feelings into the music. Whereas if I just fucking woke up, it's like, yo, f- shit, whatever. Just regular mood. It won't be the same. It and won't hit making, the same. It won't hit the same. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it could be crazy stuff, but it wouldn't hit the same if I fucking didn't have the mood I had before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, whenever I do have, like, a feeling for it, it's like, I'll definitely go crazy and I'll, I'll go and do something. But if I don't, mm-hmm. it's like, I kind of tone it back more. Like I'll just, I'll just do it for fun. Like yo, fucking, I'm bored. Let me make a couple, and then you know. Do you think? Do you think your shit hit harder when you're heartbroken, when you're happy, when you tight? It, it depends, you know what I'm saying? It depends which t- what you make. If you're doing like some fucking like little Uzi, like what's that shit called? Like hyper pop. Mm. You know, if you're doing that shit, you gotta be in that happy, like that bouncy fucking mood. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing like some bright, like some real heartbroken shit, like R and B shit. You know, like breakup song, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is you gotta be in that in that space. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if you if you're trying to make some hard shit, like you gotta have that mindset, like yo, fuck, I'm trying to come crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. okay. When when do yourself when do you yourself feel like you're in your best element? In my best element? Mm. Uh, I'm not gonna go lie. When I'm emotional. Ooh. Cause that's when I make the crazy. Some of the some of the craziest shit I have out was like when I was like at my lowest point. Like the beat, uh, that beautiful mess beat I was talking about, mm-hmm. the one that changed everything. I made that beat right after I broke up with my ex. So like, you know, I was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. I made that fucking beat, and that beat changed my fucking life. But wow. it was only because I was heartbroken, and that was in the back of my mind as I was making this. See, that's why I always say everything always happens for a reason. Yeah. Now imagine if you never left her. Bro, if I, never, I mean, I, maybe you could have still been, but you just really never know where you would have been. I'd be a fucking bum. <laughs> like real talk. No, nah, but that's what I'm saying. Everything always exactly. happens for a reason. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so to someone, I think I think I already asked this before. I did don't remember, but like to someone who's trying to get to your point, like yeah. y- your status of whatever you'd want to call it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What would be your advice to them? To get to where I'm at, like right now. Right now, right now. Or believe in yourself. Mm. And be consistent. That's mm-hmm. the, being consistent is like the most important thing. Cause like it goes back to what I said like a while ago, where you gotta be your own biggest fan. Mm-hmm. It's not every day where people are always gonna cheer you on. Like yo, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Marlo. Let's go, Benji. Right. Yeah. So you gotta have that like discipline, that consistency. Like you gotta show up regardless, type shit. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so important for you to believe in yourself, so you can be consistent. Okay. Okay. I'm fucking with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. But yo, that's all I got to ask. What I always ask niggas at the end is, is there anything you want to ask me before I let you go? Yeah, yeah uh, fuck. It's all, yo, the craziest thing is, yeah. I always I always have mad shit to say, but I always remember three days later. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, it never bro, comes like to me, me here. You know what that's I'm like saying? Me too. That's why I always tell people, if, if there's nothing you want to say now, yeah. you could always text. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. my IG, I got yours. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, I can't think of all of you. I can't nothing? think of right now. Nah, I saw Gucci. Yeah. Yo, let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at uh, lovebenji, L-U-V, Benji with two eyes. Same thing on all social medias. 
Uh, if you're trying to check out some beats, you can go on my YouTube. Just type in Benji Yang, two eyes on the Benji. Fucking, yeah, that's, that's basically it, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, bro. It's your boy Money Making Marlo, and I'm out, bro.